right on, baby. Right, right on. World Fridays here with Antonino Musco and special guest in the studio DJ Ivo from Vancouver straight from Vancouver Canada hi Ivo how are you welcome here at KCSF how are you doing great great thanks for having me man stoked to be here yeah yeah today we're gonna have a special funk uh, show here with DJ Ivo so we are just preparing so for now check this out uh, Bahamas song club Here at KCSF, your community, your radio 90.9, with special guest DJ Ivo.
fancy rhythms Groove so sweet and tight Like sugar cane Don't eat your spot cotton picking Ain't got no time for ball and chain with special guest in the house, DJ Ivo, straight from Vancouver. So, Ivo, uh, Adam, your real name is Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Adam maybe my, my friends know me as Adam, yeah. Yeah, yeah, your friends know, but maybe the DJ name is because of that, Ivo, Adam Ivo, or... Uh, no, some people might say that, but it kind of comes from Evoke. Ah. Um, I guess when I was younger, I, I was the guy that always tried to push music on my friends, or you should listen to this, you should listen to that, and that's kind of how I came. I didn't like how Evoke kind of felt, felt nice. like came out of my mouth so I shortened it to Evo and it's kind of stuck ever since okay so you are you're from Canada from Montreal uh, nope no? I originally grew up right on the east coast of Canada a province called Newfoundland and I grew up in a small town very very small town called Whitburn which is about a 40 minute drive from the capital city yeah but you live and operate in Montreal Vancouver I'm sorry, yeah. Vancouver, British Columbia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Vancouver, yeah, yeah. <laughs> British. Uh, uh, apologize for this. And uh, there you are like a very fertile uh, like environment, uh, throwing parties and events. and. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I DJ, you know, uh, on the regular and I throw monthly parties and... Try, yeah, pretty immersed into the local scene. It's it's a, it's a fun scene. Uh, Vancouver is I find a lot like San Francisco. It's very diverse. We have a, a really good hip hop scene, funk soul scene. Uh, house music is really good there right now. The bass music scene is really good. Uh, some really cool guys pushing that sound as well. So yeah, it's like it's a, it's definitely a melting pot of sounds. That's and for sure. And it's very vibrant. It's very uh, yeah. lots of things are going on. Yeah, every weekend there's tons of good stuff going on. It, it, it like underground wise you know yeah because it's the the west coast uh, continent no because it's it, yeah. uh, right above seattle no it's uh, in the in the gulf uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not very far from seattle and uh yeah i think uh, that, you know it's just a continuation yeah, of, of you know f you start in la and work your way up and it's it, it's it's smaller and a little more intimate than la or san francisco but uh, it's good. It's, it's cool. Good. It's I can't wait to see it. I never. Been yeah, there. you got to come, man. If you yeah. ever need to come up and need a place to crash. Yeah, <laughs> but you are here doing uh, like a US tour, so you've been playing a lot in this yeah. in the past days and nowadays. So where have you been uh, in the so far? Uh I started in Los Angeles last month. Uh, not uh, not last Monday, but the Monday before. Uh, I did the Motown on Mondays party in LA, which was a lot of fun. Um, 
with uh, some good friends of mine, DJ Expo, who is a good homie of mine, and DJ Jedi. They kind of run the night. And that was a really fun night. Uh, And then um, the Thursday night, I... uh, no, sorry. <laughs> and on the on the Tuesday night, I played uh, the guys from Ubiquity Records. Run this really cool night in the heart of downtown LA at the Falls Lounge called uh, Movement, and it's kind of very open format. Like you can play funk, soul, Brazilian, Latin, Afrobeat, cosmic kind of disco, broken beat, new jazz, which is what I'm all about. Yeah, I, I'm in, you know, I, I'm into everything, and to be able to play nights like that where you can kind of get open, and that was really fun. And then on the Thursday night, which was really fun because that was the first time I played this party, I played Afro Funky with Jeremy Soul and Glenn Red, which I've been wanting to do for a minute. Jeremy's been a big influence of mine, and it's cool to connect with those guys and you know be friends with those kind of dudes. And they just have they've been doing that party for like nine years, and I I, I walked in, I was like blown away. There's just like so many cool people there, people there for the music, and uh, the dance floor was rammed when we got there at like ten thirty, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just amazing. <laughs> and now you are uh, this week. You are in San Francisco. You had some gigs, and you are having gigs as well. Yeah, these days, so. I did the Motown on Monday's party as here well. on Monday, yeah, which so. was rammed. It was yeah. great because it was Marvin Gaye's birthday. So you did like twice Motown on yeah. Monday in LA, and next week in SF. Yeah, was, which was though. awesome. Yeah. And uh, last night I played Afrolicious, which is always a great time at the Elbow yeah. Room. It was really fun. And then tonight you can catch me at the makeout room with a real good friend of mine, Tom Thump, uh, his party called Loose Joints, which is the yeah. same kind of format yeah. I was just talking about where you can kind of get open. It's and another classic uh, event. Yeah. Every Friday. In I mean. In San Francisco, Loose Joint. Say hi to Sentiment <laughs> and Tom Thump. Yeah. Those guys kill it. And like. Yeah. I feel very lucky. I mean, there's not too many places I can travel where I can go and play back-to-back parties in the same city, like Afrolicious and Loose Joints, yeah. where, you know, like, just, like, you know, start on a Thursday, uh, do Afrolicious and do Loose Joints on a Friday. That's, I don't, I've, I don't think I've been anywhere where you could play two cool parties two like cool that parties. back back-to-back, yeah. you know? And then uh, there is a next uh, city in your trip? Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to be in Austin next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be holding it down my, uh, my homie chicken, uh, DJ Chicken George, who's pretty much kills it he's an awesome dj uh, we're totally on the same page musically uh i'm doing a funk f- uh, on one, the first night that i dj i think it's on the friday uh it's an all funk 45 night which i'm really stoked for yeah and then the following night uh chicken george's weekly that he does uh there's jazz tronica night which is kind of open f- format of anything funky um, so yeah, I've, and this is going to be my, my first time in Austin. I've never been, so I'm really, really looking forward to that. Yeah, there was a South by Southwest a few weeks ago, yeah. and uh, sounded really epic. I've never been, but yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about Austin, yeah, so I'm yeah. really, really, really yeah. looking forward to it. And you're going to New York East Coast as well? Yeah, I'm going uh, to New York, which I'm also really stoked on because I. I haven't been to New York since 1996. I, I think I'm making myself sound pretty old well, here. Right it's, now. Been a, it's been a while, almost yeah. 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. really young when I went there, and I never really got a chance to experience the full realm of New York City. So uh, I, I'm playing a couple of cool parties there with uh, my, my homie DJ Concern. Uh, with DJ Concern. Big ups. Um, but yeah, so I'm just really stoked to get out there as well. It's It's been it's 
yeah, I, 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 this is going to be an amazing month. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds like an amazing month. Yeah, very, very intense and also like being part of the one of the coolest party in these towns. No, like, mm, yeah, I feel very fortunate. You know, that these guys would have me and people here are just really nice they're open to so much good music and uh i think you guys are lucky to be holding it down in san francisco because there's not too many cities like this in the world yeah you know, it's true it's true I, you I can come here and find so much good good stuff yeah it's true it's true and also good people and also musicians djs it's a nice uh, it's a nice environment yeah, amazing culture here like the yeah. just i mean in general but the music culture here and like everybody is super tight and they were a lot of people work together which is good to see because you don't get that in every scene and uh, I, I think it's just a testament to the the how good the people are here yeah, yeah also <clears throat> yeah lots of things also you know, like i mean good people but good people doing things and events and parties mm-hmm. and collaboration and i mean you when was last time um, you've been here last year i think yeah it was last august last august yeah, i was here for yeah. a few days yeah. I, I basically did a uh and last August, I did San Diego, LA, and San Francisco. Yeah, and and this time, your tour is more like developed. So I mm. mean, took uh, took you just uh, maybe one time to get here, no people, and then the second time you, you could organize your own tour. No? Yeah, and I think that's a, a testament to the the music scene I'm involved with. Uh, I, I live by a theory like good music attracts good people, and I. One thing I really like about working in the music industry is I've met so many amazing, cool people who are on the same page as I am, uh, and yeah, just it's just beautiful. Uh, I've if anyone could ever say like, I mean, what what's it like working in music? It's the people. I, I've I've met so many awesome people, and it's uh, every time I go home, like wow, I know so many awesome people in my own city but to come down here and meet so many great people and to develop friendships and everlasting friendships so people are yeah. just awesome yeah and when you start your career as a dj t- t- tell to us something about your history like um well i grew <laughs> where i grew up uh it's funny because when i do talk to people and, and they know the area i grew up they're like oh there's there's no djs back yeah. there but because it's where i grew up it's um it's the the most easterly province of of Canada, uh, Newfoundland, and Atlantic Canada is kind of really known for it's either like indie rock or more even more so Irish music. There's such a uh, Irish tradition there, um, so it's like if you're not working within that scene, it's it's very. I think if you're like a musician or a DJ, like it's it's it, it, there's just not it's not really happening, so to speak. So movement, you have to move to yeah. Yeah, and what basically DJing at one point for me was a hobby. Like I was a bedroom DJ, and I never really experienced club culture, DJ culture. And when I was eighteen, I moved to Whistler to snowboard. I was a bit of a snowboard bum, and at the time there was a very vibrant nightlife there. There was a lot of really good DJs that are you know well known now across canada and the world and I, it just blew my mind I was like wow you can actually do, do this as a career and it, it was a very eye-opening experience and then i just wanted to pursue it that much more i mean growing up i i was into funk and soul and mostly hip-hop and it's not like growing up in san francisco you can just go to a local record store and you can find all the stuff i had to like 
research and it was like uh it was like an ongoing project i i would try to figure out who who was who and who was like if i if i bought one i'm gonna date myself here if i bought one tape of, of a hit like i bought rundy my first tape that i ever bought was run dmc tougher than leather and blew my mind and uh i would just look out at the section where they had like the shout outs like shout outs to all the different crews and djs and mcs and i would like jot all their names down and i would go buy the music magazines find out what their albums were and then and in a lot of cases i would go to the the, the record store in the mall and they didn't carry half the stuff and i would have the special order and it it was like digging like guys would hear but in a different way and if anything it made it was became such a passion and i think that's what turned me into the music person i am today and i think it's uh, working to find music like that enabled me to be a better dj than uh, now yeah, yeah, you know yeah. and also it was uh, before in the internet era so yeah was, was was i mean you had to i mean you really make an effort to to find like similar artists and there was no spotify there was no no none of that. FM, no no connections so. <laughs> i spent a lot of money on magazines <laughs> yeah, yeah. no i i did the same like i was i was born in sicily so i imagine like very mm -hmm. far from Yeah, especially if you're looking for American music or... Yeah, I mean, know. I grew up, like, listening to records and, like, oh, this guy, yeah. You know? I, never, I never did, like you said before, like, check the, the shouts, you know, <laughs> and, uh, like, a link, connect them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like, uh, it's like a, a drug addict getting his fix. Yeah. It was like, oh, I, I, need, I need more. I need to find out more. And uh, being in an area that, you know, it's not like growing up in the bigger cities around Canada or New York or Chicago or L.A., San Francisco. Uh, just, there was no access to that stuff, and you really, really had to work hard to find that stuff. I mean, so I'm sure there's people I went to high school with probably thought I was crazy. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's, I was I mean, very passionate. in the long distance. Yeah, I, I, well, I was... Um through the same kind of stuff people like oh are you crazy why don't you find a real job what are you like music well, music yeah. is not a real job yeah it's funny because sometimes people are like so uh what do you do for a living i'm like oh because uh, this is i do this full time now and it's like oh i'm a dj oh cool so, but what's your real job it's like <laughs> no i'm i'm a dj that's what i do and sometimes uh, I, i was telling your friend about this funny conversation i had the other day i just uh got some insurance for my studio space in vancouver and um the lady was on the phone so, so she was filling out the forms over the phone she said what's your occupation i was like i'm a dj oh cool uh my my daughter is into djs i really like dead mouse <laughs> and it's like okay cool but yeah that's kind of not my thing or I, i'm a bit different than that i mean whatever it's uh it's funny <laughs> yeah and what what you can say what you can tell to uh like a young young dj they wanna pursue this career and wanna like uh, some like one trick like one uh, one thing to do that should be like the base basic and then i i think really at the end of the day because there's there's some people that are djs and there's some people that are just really good at being selectors whatnot i in my travels and like a lot of the guys i look up to that i've actually got a chance to meet or open for and stuff and we had the same conversation and then i think at the end of the day just be you Like whatever music you're passionate about, push that and get behind it and stay true to yourself. Um, and I think through that, there's more. You'll get more longevity out of it as opposed to just being that guy that jumps on whatever's hot at the moment and then be, be just become a flash in the frying pan. 
you know, I think it's just whatever you you feel where your heart is musically, and that's your like. If you're, if you're like, oh, I'm really into reggae, and stick with it and push it, as opposed to like, oh, if uh, house music is popular right now and and you're not really into it, but you're gonna just jump on it to get gigs. I don't. I don't think that's the uh, the way to go about it. Like, just follow your passion. Just follow your passion. So, you're gonna have your identity as a, as yeah. a DJ and also uh, even honesty, maybe like yeah. uh, professional. Uh, yeah, I and yeah on the business side, like the people that I work with, uh, whether it's other DJs or promoters, the guys that I like to work with are, like you said, honest, and honesty translates into professionalism. Yeah, and. Uh, I think that goes a long way. And and, and uh, when you say honesty too, be true to yourself and yeah, just and follow your passion. And follow yeah, follow your passion, follow your art, don't follow the trends and Exactly. Like I, I try not to get caught up in trends. I mean there's there's times when stuff's really hot and I see guys getting a lot of bookings like, Oh man, I, I wish I was getting booked more for stuff but the the fads come and go and yeah, exactly. you know? Exactly. Let's play another track. What do you think? And let's let's give some music to yeah. to our listener. <laughs> and also, guys, we're giving away we are giving away some <coughs> tickets. And also, also we are giving away uh, the compilation Soul Power 2 yes. by DJ Evo. So if you want to call and ask some questions, just give a shout four one five nine five two five two seven three four one five nine five two uh, 5273 here we are at KCSF with DJ Evo special guest in the house War Fridays Why? 
And yes, here we are, KCSF, your community, your radio, 90.9 in San Francisco, World Fridays with Antonino and special guest DJ Ivo in the studio. So Ivo, we just heard a Danny Mashur remix of this drinking song, very funny. Very so good. You got to meet him uh, in, uh, in LA. And yeah. uh, you got to meet like, lots of, like uh, like you said before, Jeremy Soul and uh, here in San Francisco, Afrolicious uh, yeah. Brothers and Tom Tom. And uh, so Jay Boogie is another good Jay friend Jay Boogie, of mine. so... It, how is um, like the connection, the networking? Uh, is is that important in music? I mean, in nowadays music, in DJ life, in the event promoting. It's yeah. Uh, if anything, I think it's it's become like one of the major parts of of the music scene is just networking and meeting the right people. Sometimes and sometimes you kind of get caught up in that, and the music gets pushed to the side, which is not always the best thing, but. But yeah, no networking is good. Uh, I mean, especially if you want to get yourself out there. Um, uh, but at the same time, you you want to work with good people. And um, I mean, you know, you you choose. I mean, not you choose, but you you know the way. I mean, to network, you don't don't broadcast. I mean, I want to network with everyone. Yeah. In no. the world. You got to be pretty genuine about it. It's just, just like, you know, when you're meet, do you want to meet new people or you're you're meeting new friends and stuff. It's it's the same kind of thing. Um, but uh, I mean, a lot of cases, like, not necessarily even if you're a DJ, but if you're throwing parties, like, you have to build some sort of relationship when you're booking out of town DJs and whatnot because it's uh, it's part of part of your business. But then also as a DJ, if you want to tour, like. It's just, uh, you know, everybody helping each other out, yeah. you know. Um, But, I mean, everybody in the... I mean, you're, you're looking for, like, similar DJs that play similar music. Yeah. They got that similar m mood. Yeah. Well, it's like at the parties that I throw in Vancouver. I want to book the guys that, one, are people that I look up to or I think that do a great job within those sounds or guys that are coming up, I think, that are good. Um You know, I wouldn't necessarily be booking somebody that doesn't, uh, or they're, they're not involved in the sounds that, that I'm involved with, so to speak. So there's just a clash, right, yeah. so to speak, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And in, let's go back to, to, the, to the scene mm -hmm. where, you are where you are living, when you are working, mm -hmm. where you are working with. So go back to Vancouver. Okay. And you say it's very vibrant and like you are you are you are throwing some parties like regular parties. Yeah, I do like weekly nights. Um uh that are like kind of more on the lounge tip because they're mostly like funk soul nights. Mm -hmm. Uh but we still like I have a crew of friends we do try to do like a monthly party where we do the same stuff, uh playing in bigger rooms. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um just to to keep pushing that music on a bigger platform and also i do uh i've been doing some parties with uh, a good friend of mine neils from beats without borders where we like uh, a couple of months ago back in february we had jeremy soul come up and our next party is on may 12th at the red room uh we got nicodemus coming up from new york who i've always been a big fan of and he's a great guy um uh so yeah it's just 
the weekly stuff is fun, but I, I, I like throwing the one-off kind of more yeah, monthly yeah. parties. That's kind of like because there's a lot of work and energy that goes into it. And I think you – the more – those kind of things, you put a lot of effort into it, you get a lot out of it because it's uh, – special event you're usually bringing in a big name from out of town that doesn't come through town quite a bit and especially in the circle that i operate in it's it's a little more uh intimate and low-key compared to some of the bigger parties but it, you know it's not like we're doing electro or anything like that it's it's more organic music and there's a, a good contingency of people that follow that that type of sound in vancouver and it's just really cool to be able to bring that to the people and build that community yeah, also, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. It's it's good to put lots of efforts and uh, expectation and energy mm -hmm. to create a, a big event like a monthly event. But it's as well, in my opinion, it's good to to have a, like a weekly thing yeah. going on to, to uh, just to to be like. Just be out there and in the yeah, mix. In the mix, you know, so you don't forget how to mix and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, my weeklies are great. Uh, I do. Um, a Thursday night, and uh, which has been my longest running night since I moved to Vancouver, and which is also where I do my Saturday night. Mm -hmm. uh, it's this place called Bayside Lounge in English Bay. It's beautiful. It's a smaller room, but it's they treat us really well. The staff is awesome. It's right by the beach. Like in the summertime when we go in to set up, the sun setting on the ocean. Yeah, it's so a beautiful view of the like you know the Pacific Ocean and the beach. There's we're right next to Stanley Park, which is like a big national park. For me, living in Canada, it doesn't get better than that. And then to have like all like uh, me and my homie Hubs, who we do the night together. Uh, we've been we both used to work at Beach Street Records. Hubs still works there, which is probably one of the best record stores in Canada. And uh, we've been doing that night for almost five years. And my Thursday I do there, which is more Latin, Brazilian, cumbia, Afrobeat. I've been doing for almost six years which I've, I've never had a residency that lasted that long so, so vancouver's been treating me really well since i've been there and i feel like that's uh a, since i've moved back to the west coast i've been back there seven years it's been uh it's been great my life it felt like i started my whole life all over again but uh it was the best move i've ever made it was uh i i, I feel i've yeah i just feel really good i can tell i can tell <laughs> i mean listening <laughs> Oh, let's talk about something like technical. Mm -hmm. Like you prefer like um, Serratos, like computer um, oriented, or you're more analog. Or how do you um, talk about? I'm still I still buy vinyl. Mm -hmm. um, I, I buy it in chunks. There's times I won't buy. Right now, I've been buying a lot of vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> Since every time I come to California, I just go off. And uh, it's like yesterday, I hit up uh, Rookies and Groove Merchant Records and bought like a big stack of 45. Yeah, you need an extra luggage. When you yeah, I, I'm already packing a third bag. I came with two, and I, I got three bags already. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I do use Serato, um, which is great, especially for traveling. Uh, and especially if you're do if you're DJing three, four, sometimes five times a week, it just makes life a little easier. Yeah. Uh, but I still love playing vinyl. Uh, I, I, I was, before Serato, I was always vinyl. I never used CDJs. Uh, I just I love records, <laughs> and um, yeah, I still there's nothing beats buying vinyl. I, I went to uh, like Turntable Lab and Amoeba when I was in LA. It was like the first day I went record shopping when I was in LA, and like, uh, I, 
it's kind of lame, but I kind of get like a nostalgic feel because that's how we all started, you know, so to speak. And um, I just love records. I just I feel like a l- little kid <laughs> when I'm buying yeah. records. It's aw- it's awesome. And also like um, because you are very into it, like mm-hmm. the beat matching, uh, like the DJ versus selector. You think like. How do you, how do you I, I think both are effective. I had an interesting conversation one time uh, with DJ Vadim, who's like a guy I really looked up to, and we had him in Vancouver one time. And he, we were just talking over dinner, and I, I, I just wanted to kind of like, because he was someone that really inspired me. I wanted to kind of see like who inspired him or who he thought like some of his favorite DJs were. And this this conversation really opened my eyes and made me think differently about DJing. He was like, yeah, you know, like Kenny dope, jazzy Jeff, those guys who are like awesome technical DJs and can rock any kind of party. But he's like, then there's also Giles Peterson. He's like, Giles, you know, he mixed, but a lot of times he's just a selector when he plays out and he's just playing his record collection. And he just knows when to play that record at the right time. And that really, really opened my eyes. Like, Because one time I come from like a, you know, like a scratch DJ and I was like, oh, it's all about being technical and playing good music. And that really, I really took, like after that, I really took that to heart and made me think a little more when I DJ. It's like, it's not, it's not always about me or the performance. It's, it's about the crowd. And so that's something I feel like I'm struggling with is almost like when to play the right tracks at the right time. And I think if you're just a selector and you know how to do that, you can rock a party just as good as a guy that can mix and, and so forth. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, I was struggling uh, too uh, with this question. I mean, sometimes, I mean, if there is a dancing crowd, probably it's better than a bit match. So yeah, you want to keep, keep that tempo yeah, going transition and, and stuff. Yeah. But, but also it's nice to totally change and, um, Like. Yeah, I um, I last summer I was DJing a party that my friend Dr. J does in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, in Western Canada, and the night he's been doing for years it's strictly I think a, a house night, and it was kind of a different crowd, and I could just tell that like I was trying to stay within the tempo he was playing at, and like couldn't get really get people going, and I just dropped in and started playing reggae. And people just got out and start dancing, and it's like who? I, my my mode of thinking always is who? There's nobody in this world that doesn't like reggae or doesn't like funk music. And I yeah. And he came up to me and he was like, "Man, this people are loving the reggae right now, and we got it going." And so sometimes you know you take those risks and it could blow up in your face, and sometimes it works too, right? But because it's it's, it's very important to feel to be sen- sens- sensitive to the people you are yeah. i mean to your dance floor no yeah exactly well i mean at the end of the night you got to think about sometimes it's those people that are paying you because they're the ones paying cover or buying the drinks and that money goes towards the business which in turn pays you for your djing so i mean i'm not saying you got to be a wedding dj either but yeah i mean you got you got to learn to be flexible with the crowd you're working yeah. with for sure yeah i think it's like a it's a plus no, if you yeah can, if you can be like and eclectic. that's that's why i want what i fell in love with djing uh was to be able to one share the music i like with other people and hopefully they like it and want to yeah. dance to it yeah. but at the same time uh being the facilitator of people having a good time you know like at the end of the night i'm getting paid to make people happy and have a good yeah. time which is awesome 
Yeah, it's nice to. <laughs> yeah, I, I get. I, I, my job is to make happy people happier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think it gets much better than that, you know. Yeah, let's play. Let's play this bomb sensor a little bit, like an ex excerpt. You wanna introduce this? Yeah, this is a mix I recorded for a friend of mine, Alistair Johnson, who uh, also goes by DJ Catalyst. He's done some remix work for like yeah, Mo Horizons yeah. and stuff like that. He throws this really cool party. I think they're on a hiatus right now with him and his friend uh, Fabus Lee. They they did this party called Bomb Senso. It's a it's a smaller room kind of party, but I, I had so much fun playing it because Toronto has such a melting pot of cultures. So they have a big South American population, Caribbean population, and to be able to play like a lot of Latin and Brazilian and cumbia, and it was just like they have an older crowd that comes out, and there's like a mix mashing, very similar to like Afrolicious. So you yeah. get every kind of walk of life right. under one roof. And uh, it was my first time playing there, so I I, I did this promo mix uh, just to promote the party at the time because uh, I, I, I was you know, I was stoked that those guys asked me to play their party, and I hadn't been to Toronto in a few years, so yeah. So I uh, did this mix. Uh, it's kind of a mixture of Brazilian, Latin, and Afrobeat, some kind of jazzy Latin boogaloo type stuff as well. And uh, my good friend. Uh, Omega Watts did a little intro for me. Uh, he's on tour in Europe right now, so big shout out to Omega Watts. Yeah. Uh, super talented MC, DJ, and producer. Does stuff with Ubiquity Records. Cool, ca and one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Cool. So here we are at KCSF, your community, your radio with DJ Evo, special guest World Fridays, and uh, let's listen to Bomb Sensor. It's mixtape. Yes, yes, y'all. You know what time it is. DJ Evo in the mix. Boom, Senso. It's Omega Watts. Keep it locked, y'all.
Gentlemen, still with you. Eh? At this juncture, we're going to play you a very cool number, and let's go.
And yes, here we are, KCSF, your community, your radio, World Fridays with Antonino and special guest in the house, DJ Evo, straight from Vancouver, Canada. <laughs> yeah, Vancouver, not Montreal. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that before. Yeah, but I got, I got this, I got this song. So, Ivo, uh, while we are listening to your mixtape, I want to just ask you uh, your biggest influence in your musical life. Well, uh, just three names, three names. Okay, three names off the top of my head. There's so many people I could, like, their music has influenced me, but I think of DJs more so, maybe. I'd say one of my biggest influences has been, uh, and we just heard one of his tracks with Quantic, Mr. Scruff, um, him, and Cold Cut. Mm-hmm. Just those t those guys in particular, just because uh, I was really into the whole Ninja Tune, trip hop thing, whatever you want to call it, back in the early mid '90s when I got into DJing, and those were the first DJs I heard that played everything and put it together well. Because I was into so many different styles of music. It was like back then, it was like, oh, I'm a hip-hop DJ. So you just spun hip-hop records or, or whatnot. These guys played everything. Funk, soul, hip-hop, reggae, house music, uh, you know, classic stuff, like classic jazz, whatever, boogaloo. And they put it together well, and they could rock any kind of party. And next to that, I would say... Uh, hmm. I would say probably on a newer sense, probably would be like guys like J Rock or Newmark as DJs because they're mm -hmm. just super technical and they always blew my mind. And they can rock any kind of party. Like they, they could if they had to play a full on Latin night, they could do it, or an old school hip hop night, or a reggae party. They could do it. And at the same time, put all that stuff together into one party. So those, I know that's four. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, that's okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, I couldn't really. If you asked me to pick J Rock or Dreamark, I wouldn't be able to tell you. So, like, um, sounds like um, that you love. Um, it's like the music you play. So this eclectism is very important mm -hmm. for you. And also, you, you, the first name were, uh, were uh, Mr. Scruff, Mr. Scruff, and Colcat. So Ninja Tune, like. Yeah, it was a big uh, inf influence for me too during mm. the the late nineties. Yeah, was a big it was a big thing. Yeah, like the first mix I ever heard that, I mean, I was I got on the scruff a little later in the game, and I would put him at the top of the list too because his production always blows my mind. Some of his tracks are some of my favorite tracks of all time, uh, but Cold Cuts mix Journeys Journeys by DJs, which is like a legendary mix. Um, I heard that for the first time, and it was like super spaced out trip hop funk like there's some james brown in the mix uh they were playing like reggae and and then i got into like house and techno and drum and bass it was just like all these sounds that i found i found very interesting at the time and it was all in one mix which really really opened my eyes and ears to like oh wow you can you can actually play different genres of music you don't have to be stuck in one genre and uh, i thought that was that was really cool and interesting and I think if anything influenced me as a DJ because it was like, oh, I can play every style of music I'm into, so to speak, you know? It was yeah, exp they expanded your horizon. And also big time. Yeah, big, big time. time. Yeah, and also you are like, 
I mean, this eclipse is made made what you are right now. So you are like um, you are pu- uh, uh, like a pusher of this uh, like eclipse in musical speaking. Mm-hmm, for sure. So I mean, this Afro funk, hip hop, soul, Latin, Brazilian, yeah, and reggae together. It's yeah, it's a melting pot of sounds. Um, it's, like, it's kind of like the only way I know how to DJ. I mean, I know like I'm playing select parties that offer certain styles, but like you take, um, like when I was in LA last week, I played a Motown party. So I played classic Motown and Stax type stuff. Uh, the next night I was playing funk, soul, boogie, house, broken beat, new jazz. And then the Thursday night was Afrobeat, Brazilian, Latin stuff. And same here in San Francisco, the different parties I've been playing. Um, but yeah, that's and uh, California is, I think a, a melting pot. People are, I don't know. I just think people are hip to that kind of style of DJing and music, and that's kind of what I wanna, I wanna bring to Vancouver. Like, um, there's a lot. I think we have. There's a, a lot. I think for Canada, I think Vancouver has some of the best DJs coming out of Canada, and some of the best DJs in the world. You look at guys like Headspin, who just won like, uh, last just late last year he won the red bull three style he's one of the best djs in the world and he's like a super diverse dj um and but there's also like guys are just stuck in certain sounds and whatnot which is still cool and i don't know i just want to try to bring that diverse element to vancouver more so like not just i'm not just talking djs but the just to to, the culture yeah yeah, just the music scene in general, um, where you can kind of have those nights where you can come in and people are they're there for the diverse sounds and and whatnot, not just a strictly hip hop night or reggae night. And that's what I that's kind of my goal for the next few years. I want to kind of bridge the gap. So like Vancouver is like kind of part of that circle of Los Angeles and San Francisco and. Make just make it more like yeah more clothes uh, yeah like, and that's like working with these guys that i'm working with down here and bringing them to vancouver and just kind of branching like expanding that network of la and san francisco to vancouver and i think uh, you are on the right way doing this no like you're networking a lot mm. and uh, you're putting yourself here and uh, meet people here and bring it back there so definitely it's, definitely uh that's yeah that's that's you know, it's, a, it's a labor of passion that's what I want I want to do for a career and uh, I guess it comes back to when you asked me about like my DJ name like I like to push music on people I guess like I, I, I want to evoke uh, uh, certain sounds and and bring emotion through these sounds yeah I'm very passionate about the music I play and I I want to I want to I want it to grow and I want it, you know, like I'm, I'm talking about Afrolicious and Afrofunk and all these parties. I want people when they're in Vancouver, like, oh, I went to this party, and you know, I want, I want to shed some more light on Vancouver. I think, like I said, Vancouver has an awesome music scene. Like you look like the bass music scene, like the later crew, Michael Red, Max Elis, those guys are starting record labels and and they're doing really cool stuff. Uh, we have Nordic Tracks, which is a great house label out of Vancouver that's been doing stuff for a long time. Just a pl- you know, plethora of talent there. And I, I want to kind of bring world music to 
to that forefront. I mean, Beats Without Borders has been doing it for a long time as well. Uh, big props to those guys, but uh, I just want to keep pushing and all this new stuff that's going on down here. I don't think Vancouver is knows what's going like I I know I'm going to get backlash by saying this, but but uh, there's a lot of cool stuff going on here that maybe people might not know about, and I want to bring that to Vancouver. Like we had Jeremy Soul back in February. I mean, worldwide, Jeremy is known as you know he's world class DJ. His radio show is awesome. Jalos uh, Peterson named uh, him his second favorite DJ next to Lefto, who's another big influence of mine, and like. He had never been to Vancouver before, and uh, I thought, you know, he's uh, an amazing talent. And why, why is he not in Vancouver? Well, okay, well, I let, let's bring him to Vancouver. You know, yeah, you are the, you are doing this um, like uh, like an ambassador of Vancouver, bringing <laughs> yeah. No, I think uh, you are yeah. doing a, a great job in that. Thank you. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, it's still very small what I got going on, but I want to expand and make it bigger and. Yeah, just keep growing. That's yeah, that's keep the name going of the game. step by step and uh, Exactly. And okay, here we are KCSF with DJ Evo. Evo, you want to give us some uh, link to follow you? Yeah, yeah uh on, probably the, the, on the internet. The best way to find everything is probably just go to my website which is still kind of semi under construction, but if you go to to my website you'll find my SoundCloud link, Twitter, Facebook, and all, all email, the, all that stuff. So if you go to www. Uh, dj-evo.com you can find all my uh, other stuff and uh, yeah hit me up <laughs> and also tonight uh, DJ Evo is gonna perform is gonna spin a loose joint yep so at the make out room in make the mission a, make out room 20 seconds with uh, DJ Tom Thump who's a great uh, awesome guy and all around DJ I think he's been doing the night almost three years but yeah it's a, yeah. It's a great night great vibe yeah. amazing dance floor I have like such a diverse crowd and people you don't. It's a, it's a treat to come and play there and not get. You don't get any requests. People, whatever you throw at them, they just dance and it's it's, yeah. a, it's an awesome time. It's a very good time all the all the time there. Yes, and also guys in um, uh, at some very important there is Braza as well. Yeah, Brazilian monthly event that was also featured like best. Uh, club best monthly party in San Francisco. I want to check that party out. I saw footage of when they had Newmark there a couple of years yeah. ago for an anniversary party or something and I was like, wow, that is... No, no, no. Uh, Newmark was uh, was like two months ago. It was November. No, oh, was it? No- November, I'm thinking I think. of Spina, I think maybe. Yeah, was there for a big celebration. Well. There was Spina as well. And yeah, they had drummers and stuff there. It looked awesome. And one of my favorite people in the world is playing there tonight. Senior Oz. Senior Oz. <laughs> Give a shout to Senior big, Oz. Big shout to Senior Oz. Yeah. Okay, let's let's go back to the music here. KCSF, let's go back to Bone Sensor. And Sounds for good. a few minutes more with DJ Evo in the house.
And yes, KCSF, your community, your radio, 90.9 in San Francisco. Here we are, World Fridays with Antonino and special guest in the house, DJ Ivo. Thanks again for having me, man. It's yeah, cool, cool to come you, down. Thank you for being here. And uh, check him out later on tonight at the Mega Room. Yeah, Loose Joints. Loose Joints. Up. And uh, check out also Braza tonight at SOM. Submission is going to be vi- vi- very vibrant tonight. Yep. From funk to Brazil beat and Brazilian beat. Check him out also on the web. Uh, yep, that's www.dj-evo.com. And you can find all my Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud, email, all that jazz. Thank you for being here, Ivo, the ambassador of <laughs> <laughs> Vancouver. Uh, not really, but... <laughs> yeah, but no, no, you're doing, you're doing a great job, like making this, um, this West Coast smaller and uh, under the same... I mean, not the same culture, but like... Uh, Trying to bridge the gap. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay, here we are, KCSF. See you next Friday at the same time with World Fridays. And uh, have a great continuation of the day. Thank you, Ivo, again. Thanks for having me, man. All right. See you later. Ciao.